It's latish on a summer's evening, and I'm walking into the medieval town of Saffron Walden. Sorry to bother you. I make a podcast where I ask people where they're going. Strangers. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you wave off to that other car. It's so they're quiet here. We're there's, there's hardly anyone out. No, it's Saffron Walden. <laughs> well, we've just been to sushi and salad, and it was very, very nice. Oh, good. And there's a lot more places to go than there used to be. Oh, good. I am pleased for the but people it's of a Saffron. Evening, That's so true. Quite, quite. Yeah. Yeah, it's hump yeah. day, isn't it? It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Are you from here? Yes. yes, we are. Yeah. Miles that way. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, we don't expect it to be exciting, do we? <laughs> well, where we've been is yeah. to the restaurant, <laughs> the sushi and salad. And was it a celebration? No. No, just a... Uh, just just uh, it's girls getting together. Oh, my God, the best thing in the world. Young and old, actually. It was actually. all girls in there, actually. Yeah, it noticed. was. Yeah, yeah. it's noticed. All it girls. was Wednesday night, no girls' night. Inside. Yeah, all girls. Did you sort out all the problems? Much. We, yeah, we don't really have any, really. We're very lucky ladies. <laughs> have a nice evening. Bye. Excuse me. Hello. Hi. I make a podcast where I ask people where they're going, just strangers, and this oh. is the quietest place I've ever been. I know, it is dead at night, isn't it? I've never been I've here before. I've only been here for a year, and uh, uh, I don't usually wander around at night. I mean, I live on my own, and you know, but we've just been, I've just been with a friend to a, one of the few restaurants that operates at night. Really? Yes. It's so strange. There's two pubs Isn't up there that are noisy, but I feel like there's a practical joke I'm not in on. It is. It's dead, isn't it? Yes. So where did you move from then? Uh, Hazingfield. But, I mean, it's a tiny village just outside Cambridge. Yes. Um, that doesn't have any life at night either. So because <laughs> it's... But this is a town yes. with a centre, and I did expect it to be a little bit more, uh, you know, perhaps a, a restaurant there or something that would be open... It's so pretty as well. Oh, it's lovely. It's a lovely place to live, yes. Why did you move here then? Just oh, because uh, I downsized, my husband died, and I won't be able to drive forever because I've got macular degeneration thing. If you live in a village, I mean, there's no transport if you don't drive, really. There are volunteers, but, I mean, you can't ask them to take you out in the evening, can you? Yeah. And all that sort of thing. So, you know, uh, perhaps it means people are happy. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> They're happy to go home and have dinner with the family, you know. Maybe. Maybe it's not a bad thing. No. I don't know what the young people do. Well, there's, um, there's a few that in that pub. pub. Yes, <laughs> yes. So they let their hair down, I suppose, or mm. they go into Cambridge or, mm. you know, drive their car. What did you do when you were younger? May I ask that? Uh, yes, you may. <laughs> Lots of things. Where do you want me to start? <laughs> I ended up in the Fronzos because I wanted to travel and uh, there it was all arranged for you. Mm. There was always a good social life. So, mm. you know, because I tried it on my own uh, and uh, fell flat, went au pair for a year. Um, that was the only thing I could do, possibly. Then I... Um, but originally I'm a zoologist. Oh, really? Yes. So, you know, life has been very interesting. So what animals particularly did you study, or general? Oh, I, I got a degree at St Andrews in 
uh, zoology and botany, and then a job in London University as a research assistant. And I lived in a hole in my room for three years, and I decided I wanted to do more with my life than that. <laughs> so I bumbled around a bit, did a secretarial course, and all sorts of things, odd jobs here and there, and I did temporary work for a while in London, because mm-hmm. in those days you could buzz around in a little mini and park it, you know, anywhere and do a job for three weeks and when someone was off on leave and then go somewhere. I quite enjoyed that. I got yeah. to know London quite well. and Yeah, and then eventually I thought, well, I tried an advert for the Foreign Service and got in there. Where did you end up with them? Well, Warsaw. They put you behind the Iron Curtain for your first year in the department. I was in visa section because I thought you ought to learn about that, so... I went to Poland when it was still under the Russians. What was that like? Uh, pretty grim, pretty grim. But the Poles were wonderful people, so they never got downtrodden. Um, did you have any fun there? Yes, I did. Well, very much linked to uh, the different embassies, because, of course, there was the American embassy, there was French embassy and all the other embassies, and you sort of mixed with those. You could go to the... Uh, what was it called? We went to the to the American uh, Marines. They had a bar. I remember oh. spending a lot of time <laughs> drinking ginger, uh, brandy gingers or something, horses' necks, or whatever they call Moscow mules, <laughs> down in their bar. Um, that sounds good. Uh, yes, and we could go to the, uh, the very uh, cult of the Poles. We went to some operas and, and things like that in Polish which were fantastic, actually. People threw flowers onto the stage if they approved and concerts and things like that. So it was very interesting indeed. must have been quite the change from buzzing around London in your mini to Uh, being behind the Iron Curtain. Absolutely. Everything was brown paper. Everything in the shops was wrapped up in brown paper and the shoes were plastic and overalls were for sale. After that posting, because they were called postings, you could choose where you could go next. And I went to Paris just before Christmas... It was amazing because I walked down the um, Faubourg Saint-Honoré where there was Hermès and all these things and I thought, gosh, what indulgence, how unnecessary. (laughs) You know, the windows were so beautifully dressed with all these sort of bars of soap with little birds sort of flying with them and all this kind of thing. I thought how unnecessary all this was and I felt I'd been brainwashed my year in Warsaw in Poland, had, had brainwashed me against this l- excess of luxury and choice and waste of, you know, the f- lovely things in life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting, very interesting. Very. So you speak French, obviously. Well, yes, because when we, I was put, sent to Paris and met my husband there, and uh, I met him... Oh, it's a long story. I mean, I don't know what you're going to say in this, but I met in the Moulin Rouge. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't performing. I was, <laughs> I was a guest. It was a kind of blind date. Uh, this firm that my husband worked for had a, a young Australian visitor and they wanted to show her, you know, Paris. Yeah. And uh, so they got a few young people together to, um, to make it a... A party. A party. And that's where I met my husband, so... Love at first sight? We lived in France. Not quite, no. (laughs) Did you fancy him at first sight? (laughs) Oh, yes, I fancied him. But then I I went straight away for a holiday to Corfu with my friend, a girlfriend, to think about it. (laughs) 
<laughs> sit on the beach and <laughs> contemplate. Well, that's right. Do you have to be sure of these things? No. <laughs> was he a, the right choice? Yes, of course he was, yes. Oh, how long were you married? 50 years. 50? Yes, he died two years ago, just before the Covid came. Oh, I'm sorry. And so then I moved here because um, it's got transport, it's a very pretty town, uh, very nice people in it and individual shops. And, you know, it's still a kind of what I call a true county town, not that I've lived in many towns, but it's not being commercialised as such. Yes. Have you got friends here and things then? You've well, just been with I'm a meeting a few. Yes, slowly, slowly, slowly. Mm. Um, Thank you for talking, okay. though. Not I hope at all. you get home safely. Yes, I will. <laughs> and I loved hearing about. Um, I love hearing about. Loved hearing about Warsaw. That's that's painted a real picture in my mind. The brown paper and the. Oh yes, well, that was a, a, a real. It's the power of brainwashing. Amazing. It is very powerful. Yeah. Your eyes went very serious when you said that. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. My name is Catherine Carr. If you have a few moments to follow, rate and review Where Are You Going, wherever you normally find your podcasts, then the team at Loftus Media, who make these episodes, and I would be very grateful. Just never know.